0: I'm ready i'm this is a good tab too like i've got good you know low, low man wins to use a football term low man's gonna win here yeah and then i told you in the pregame big big beer big beer. big big bleeping beer see i'm watching the language try to try to appease all listeners cheers to you cheers, cheers to us Hmm. Big Tasty Beer. It's kind of like normally there's a reveal, at least mid-season. Like when we're in the season, there's a reveal. Not so much today. Daisy Cutter, Half Acre. Um, I what don't know if I've ever it? featured this uh, IPA on the pod before.
1: This but is new.
0: It's a, top, it's a top 16 beer for me, which may sound ridiculous, like top 15, 16. That's pretty high honor. Like I, you know. You get into the top 25 beers and you are very drinkable beer. This is a very – like a great post-lawn mower beer right
1: here. So your, your point is to people that top 25s matter is really your point.
0: Top 25s always matter.
1: Including the preseason one we got. Except for this one. Does it really <laughs> matter?
0: <laughs> like does anybody care anymore about the eight people? Do you I- care –
1: I kind of do because it means like the season is here. I love that people get like so irrational about all of this when really it's like, it doesn't mean anything. This is going to change as soon as people start playing games.
0: I'm looking, I mean, it's not as much fun as the coaches poll because you had that person like voting for Texas, which was fun. This is like more buttoned up, but it's a bunch of media members. I, I, the only thing it does for me is it reminds me that football is here, right? Like that's what yes. polls do. And for you and for me, it's content, right? So you, you obviously are in the BR. Like rankings drive people crazy, yes? People are love them some rankings.
1: So we have an article on Bleacher Report that was like immediate reactions to the first AP poll, the preseason poll, and people love it. People love every minute of it.
0: I can't say I was all that surprised. Um, the one thing that's kind of tricky, like, and I say like, uh, screw the rankings. And now I'm like, let's talk about the rankings. Uh, wake forest is a really weird team at 22 because Hartman's out. That's, that's a, that's a tough team to evaluate. Also Houston at 24, I thought was way too low. Like we're back in the business of just shitting on group of five teams, like get in the spirit of just like, that's what we do now. We're ready. So I thought they were way too low.
1: I was surprised at Oregon being at 11 because I feel like a lot of the time the Pac-12 doesn't like I knew Utah would be in the conversation, but I was actually pretty surprised to see Oregon there. And then I also was really surprised about like Pitt because I don't, I didn't really think that anyone was
0: on that bandwagon. I agree with you on Pitt. People seem to be very much on the Pitt bandwagon, despite losing like a lot of really good players. They got a, yeah. a pretty good quarterback too. But like for what they lost, it's it's an interesting team. How about Shad- the most interesting part of this too, because three teams that I'm kind of struggling with my own evaluation, Arkansas, who I like, Ole Miss, um, Kentucky. You have those three teams in the 19, 20, 21 range. Uh, one of those teams is going to be higher, good. And I feel like the other two are just going to like kind of shit the bed and not be in the rankings. And I don't know which ones they're going to be. But I know there's going to be some movement there.
1: I also think it's really funny. I don't know if you saw this, but speaking of Kentucky, did you see the like Coach Cal thing where he was saying they're like a basketball school? And then Stoops is like, that's disrespectful to my players and my program and what we've built here. And I was like, he kind of has a point because to be fair, it is a basketball school, but like, look at all the other basketball schools. Like, their football is atrocious. And like, Kentucky is a top 25 team. So.
0: They, like Kentucky football has become relevant. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you you are the resident college basketball expert, and Kentucky basketball is obviously a big, huge brand, maybe the biggest of brands when they're good. But Kentucky football is interesting, and football is the revenue generator. Both those programs generate revenue. Yeah, and I just like I liked Stoops. Like he's kind of feisty to begin with, he's like a little bulldog. Like you just yeah, like he's. Like, he's doing what he should be doing, which is to defend- – You know what I'd hate to be here is the athletic director. Yes. Because you're like, God damn it, guys. I love you both. Yeah. You're both doing a really good job. Um, Although you just lost together. to St. Peter's or whoever that program is. Like, just chill. Like, chill. That's the person that is in a no-win situation on all of this. Yeah. But obviously, Team Kentucky football. Um,
1: yeah. No, I just thought it was uncalled. for. I also thought it was, like, really interesting to, like – That plea was like, we have to do something. This is just
0: (laughs) –
1: it was, like, so desperate. It was, like, so first world problems. I was like, really? That's that's your desperate plea Um, that needs to be fixed in the state of Kentucky? But, yeah, back to the AP poll. I think it's always fun, too, because people are like, well, it's not the college football playoff. But yet it's still – people care. Every single week we send out that alert, and it's our best clicking alert that – the AP poll dropped because it's a good guide to see like what could potentially happen.
0: It also matters. Let me, I'm, th- I'm glad you mentioned that because I've got a little bit of a rant. We a- set the expectations for teams in this stupid AP poll. We should not be doing polls until like October. Right. What are we Wouldn't doing? Maybe do the playoff. What are we doing here? Like a lot of these teams in this poll play just shit football teams, like for a couple of weeks here. Yeah. So we don't know. I think, it's, I think it's dumb, and yet it's, it's content producing, so I get it. But we should not be ranking football teams. Like really, we should not be ranking football teams till like when the playoff rankings come out. Seems like a fair assessment, although that show is really dumb, too. Still love it, still can't wait to watch it. Also, by the way, as a reminder, we are one week away from week zero. just saying.
1: Holy smokes.
0: And I've already written my season week one well, preseason locks and my week zero locks. I've got picks lined up for next week here
1: you just little book. but our our favorite uh saying on this pod uh behind the curtain kramer has been going a little degenerate wow. crazy yeah. like what's that meme from like it's always sunny where like charlie's like connecting like, the yes. yeah and he's like and, he, <laughs> and he's got like a cigarette and like it's just like pacing and he's like explaining Me? it that's that's you explaining the like Bets you've come across, the locks you have, the conversations you'd like to have in the
0: coming weeks. We um, were on a yes, we were on a pre-show call for some other content that we're producing. We have all sorts of really fun stuff, like meaningful news that we can't tell you yet, but it's coming, and other things that we're kind of taking the pod out to different plate. Whatever, we'll get to it. But as I'm as we're having this, I stumbled upon a new bet on DraftKings, which is head to head team wins. Uh, which I love. I mean, they, these may have existed. I just may be more in tune with my gambling this year. <laughs> and just any sort of gambling opportunity you're going to throw me, I'm going to take. But we got to move through because we have to talk Big Ten today. And I yes. have a lot of opinions about the Big Ten. The, I think this is one of the most interesting stories of the entire offseason. Mm-hmm. And that is Miles Brennan no longer playing college football. So yep. Jane Daniels is the guy, which I think is really interesting for LSU. Yes. Um, that's why what did this, but he's just stepping away. So clearly not named the starter, right? I haven't read anything to, uh, you know, counter this and no longer. Play. It was a
1: report. He hasn't like announced it yet, but I hadn't read anything that counteracted it. Either. I
0: think you can kind of read between the lines, which is yeah. probably reckless of me, but also, so this kid has had some really great moments. Like the part of that's shocking, um, is he's been really good at times. Like, we're healthy, really productive. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with this. Uh I think people, you know what I mean? People are gonna get like mad. He's put a lot into that program specifically. Like it, he's had some really bad luck. I my, my biggest opinion of this is just kind of shocking and it is relevant because now we know it's it's Daniel's show at LSU. Like whatever that yeah. program's gonna be, it's gonna start with a kid from Arizona State who's showed a lot and maybe flashes ex- for sure. But he hasn't exactly reached, like, that moment either. Like, he's been – when he – as a freshman, we were like, oh, my God, that's the guy. Like, he looked like that's the next great quarterback. And he's been really good but hasn't quite reached that yet. And yet he's going to be the guy at the LSU. So I I know we saw this. I wonder what what was your first take of this, if anything?
1: One, just, like, sad because, too, like, I think when you think about that, like, LSU era of, like, the 2019-2020 team being – what it was and that turnaround and then having that following year be such a difficult one for them and like all the o stuff and everything, it's just kind of sad because it just seems like an ending of like a full ending of an era. And it's also interesting because he signed a significant amount of NIL deals and has not stepped foot on a field since signing some of them.
0: Get that but what's so
1: crazy is, like, some people are, like, so mad about this. And I'm like, you realize this happens in the NFL all the time or in a bunch of things where there's, like, bench players that get... Like, they have to make their money somewhere, so they make it off not out of their salary and they don't necessarily have to play, you know? Like, it it's hilarious that people even care. But that was, like, the big storyline around it was, like, oh, my gosh, he signed all this money. And, again, it's a testament to, like, what NIL looks like now. Like, everyone... I mean, this is no shade to, to Miles in any way, but um, like you're not gonna strike gold on a Joe Burrow esque type thing often in terms no. of NIL deals. Like you're not gonna be able to go. That guy is gonna have the best college football season. Maybe you can. I mean, we were really high on Joe Burrow before, but I I'm not just saying that to be humble. Uh, just but, saying that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. But it's interesting that like there are a lot of um people who are involved in these NIL deals that are like, we'll just pick as many players as we can. We'll pick this guy because he's at this school and hope for the best and the success. They know it's a gamble going in. So I don't think people should really be mad about the fact that he's going to make money, so no. much money, despite like leaving because he is. And, that, and also like, you don't know what else is going on in terms of making this decision. Um, but I do find it very interesting that he ended up deciding not to play as opposed to going somewhere else.
0: Um yeah, get money first of all as always for everyone to <laughs> all advice to young athletes to retired athletes to non-athletes get your money and get money, get money. and if somebody's going to give you that deal and not have any of those parameters buddy sign that contract. I yes. I'm with you. It is tough. It is tough to hear. I am excited to see Daniels at LSU. I'm just excited to see what we have there. And Mr. Brennan, I wish you nothing but the best in whatever best. you do. Yeah, because he's, he's had some moments.
1: God, LSU um, is like a wild
0: card. Like, total wild card. No, that's why it's so intriguing. Because I have no idea. Like you, you would think with Brian Kelly and a capable quarterback, and they still have some dudes, that they are going to be fine, right? Fine. Yeah. And yet, nothing about that schedule says they should be fine. At least this year. So I'm yeah. I'm real I have no idea what we're getting with LSU. Um
1: yeah.
0: I'm also gonna be honest, I don't know if I have an idea of what we're gonna get with Texas. There's two Texas stories I want to talk I, about.
1: Okay, I would like you. I'm very much looking forward to this. Can you please tell us the two players at Tori ACLs? Can you give us their names?
0: Why are you doing <laughs> this? Okay. Uh one of which, the why not? Uh Isaiah Nair. From Wyoming, who I was super excited about. Super Big excited. You've mentioned like it we, so many times. Oh, my God. So that's a huge loss. So you lose a fifth-year lineman. You you set me up terribly, by the way. This is <coughs> this podcast purpose. does a lot of things well, maybe. And one of the Same things we names. don't do well is saying names. Um, Pronunciation,
1: okay. just not our thing.
0: So, so injuries, two huge injuries, O-line and wide receiver. And if you're in a position of Steve Sarkeesian, like – other than your quarterbacks which I want to get to in a second that is not good. So from a just a injury suck first of all that's probably my biggest takeaway take from this but that's really bad. But here's the other thing that I wanted to ask you about. Um we've got a quarterback battle brewing. Mm-hmm. There's there's getting some buzz here that you know we just assume I I just assume Quinn Ewers was going to be the starting quarterback. Hudson Card who was a high uh, highly coveted QB was there last year, played a little bit. I think was the starter to start the year last year, did not play well. Um the 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 vibe is that nobody's there's not much separation. Mm-hmm. Both quarterbacks are turning the ball over a lot. Uh, both quarterbacks are doing some crazy things. I thought this at first was just Steve Sarkeesian doing his thing and you know, drumming up competition. It now feels a little bit more real is our guy, Quinn Ewers, is there any way he's still not the starter? Because I still think he's going to win that job, although I can't say with certainty now that that's going to happen.
1: I still think he is, because I think you've already seen... You're going to give him the opportunity to prove himself, essentially. Like, you're going to just set him up and say, okay, if you're ready, this is you're going to start off being our starter, and it's your spot to lose, basically. Um If it's that close, based on what they've seen. But I agree. I thought it was just because we hear this from every coach there's a competition not naming a starter unless you're Dave Miranda, not naming a starter like we yes. we will see how camp goes like those type of things it's always the same song and dance and it's kind of interesting that maybe it wasn't a song and dance and this is more just actually needing to evaluate these players a little bit more but I, it makes me a little nervous for them but I feel like the key to success here is really just which quarterback can hand off to be John Robinson. Like yeah. that's, that's really all we need. I hope that we can remember that. I hope that that's still
0: a part I, of that I, offensive plan. I, it's just there's Texas. They've got two great quarterbacks and yet neither seems to be separating. And you think this would be a great problem. And yet, and you're right. Cause it used, it sounded as stark stuff. And now you have people that have actually watched practices that are like, yeah, Both guys did some really good things and like both guys, not so much. They're both still young. Like the expectations on both is insane, are insanely high. I felt like I've, I felt pretty good about Texas coming into this week. I felt like I knew a little bit of what Texas was going to be. I feel less good about Texas after this, I will say. Um, But that could change and it's probably going to change when we see them. But this is, yeah, it's concerning.
1: I kind of feel like maybe they'll have like a rough start and then turn it around as opposed to what we usually get from them, which I feel like is when they have like a really hot start and everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's a big deal. And then they kind of shit the bed. I, yes. I feel like we might get a different pace here, like a normal growing of a team throughout the
0: season. Um, Another thing that I need to talk about, and this is very near and dear to my heart for a plethora of reasons, is EA Sports. College football. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's NCAA football. I forget what the actual title is. It's it, It's not NCAA. It's college football, football. I think, because they're saying basically the NCAA, we're going to go without them or we're just going to license it with the team. So 24-7 uh, sports did a really good breakdown. Uh, Brendan Marcello was really good over there, did a really good breakdown of where things are in the development world. Now, Paige, you know this. My other – I come from game development. I come from Golden Tee, right? Literally here if you're watching the video. There's a game – I don't want to turn up too much because I'll probably break something. But there's a game in my office here because that's what I do. So game development, I tend to geek out about this stuff. You have college football. You have game development. It's like, oh, my God. I am fascinated by this story for a few reasons. A, this game is now 10 months away essentially, Mm -hmm. which is huge. But also, Paige, they don't know if they're going to include actual players in this game. Game development is really hard. You don't know – like you, like to not know that this far along would terrify me as a game designer. So the game is coming, and yet the core foundation of this is: can we actually use real players? Is yet yeah. unknown, which is well, fascinating to me.
1: What's interesting is I do think they figure it out by the time it comes out, because as we've seen with like this nil stuff, like it's it come yeah, it's been an idea, but once the like action is started, it 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 rolls through. Like it's going to keep going. I think. The, the situation where, like, this might force, not the NCAA, but, like, players in schools and conferences in general to figure out, like, a way to have a governing body that represents the athletes. So, like, there is no players association for, yes. like, college football players. And maybe there's a world where, like, okay, everybody knows that players want to profit off of this and want to be involved in this. Is there a way... To create something like a players' association where they're represented and are fairly treated, so it's not on an individual basis or a um, a like school by school basis or conference basis that really makes it difficult because it is going to all be in one game.
0: Um, the yes, that part of it they, they will figure it out, and they do have time there. Other parts that would probably only interest me—they're using the Madden game engine to build it, which is no surprise um they're also doing um all the tradition stuff it sounds like this game is going to be like baked in traditions and mascots and everything else which I think is great that's how you make a great game i you when they first announced this it sounded like a long ways away it did and now it's like here so it's kind of shocking honestly that like we can talk about this before the next season so as a as when I got into doing this, writing my blog, Kags and Egg blog, like one of the things that helped this grow, which mm-hmm. it like read by, I don't know, 20 people a day um, huge was numbers. huge numbers was when I simulated these results like this game. And I have this very odd relationship. I am uber excited about this, uh, obviously, and I think a lot of other people will, too. So, yeah, there's some details coming where this is like, holy shit, this is like a thing. And it's deep in development and you're probably going to hear a lot more about it over the next year plus.
1: This is off topic, but well, it's kind of on topic. Um, what gaming system do you use? Is that, you, so, is that how you ask people? Yeah.
0: Know. So that's an interesting thing too, because one of the reports for that is it's only going to be on next gen systems, right? So PS5, which I use, and the newest Xbox. So I use a PlayStation. I've used both though. Like I, okay. had, X- I had everything. PS5 though was my go-to. If okay. you're listening to the CA, just know.
1: Not to brag or anything, but um I was a big PlayStation One gal back in the mm-hmm. day. Um the OG gray one where you pressed it and it like popped well, open. Oh for sure. Yeah. I, I think I think we just recently got rid of it. I think we like kept it in our house for a while, but I really
0: loved PlayStation. I, so I'm gonna actually, be loyal
1: to PlayStation.
0: Yes, I have a switch too with the kids. Team Switch, mm. team I'm team I pretty much have everything. I mean, not to mention a golden tea in my basement and all sorts of other I'm a giant child. Um, so, but no, I read about NCAA football and I get very, very excited.
1: Yes. Um, another thing that is associated with your personality and you is being an Iowa football fan. Yes. And there was it this earlier this week. It was um, earlier this week. A fan tweeted the cutest thing at you. And I just, we needed to talk about it on the podcast just in case people didn't I,
0: see it. I am happy to read this. So, so I yes. was just... Chilling, and I had checked it. This was, I think it was on Monday. And somebody said, Andrew Blessing is the name, A Blessing 89, said, Hey, Adam, new dad here to a little girl this May and not able to make opening weekend at Kinnick. Hope you can spread the word. Like to sell the ticks to a dad who wants to take his daughter to a game. Two ticks in parking. Don't want to make profit. Just memories. Um, Yeah, I got the chills just saying that. Like,
1: I could cry. That's so dramatic. But, like, still, it's so cute.
0: It's like... I I love – Twitter is such a goddamn <laughs> shit show most of the time. Yes. But like when you have these interactions that are very natural and pure, it's it's like so nice. Like so – it's out there too. I don't know if anyone's uh, taken them up on it. I should retweet it again. If you've not been to Kinnick, uh, it is a wonderful place to see a football game. This is actually perfect lead up to our Big Ten discussion. Yes. And yes, it is – that's the part of college football that we love, right? Like that, that is. is the part of take your daughter, go to Kinnick. Hopefully people don't curse at the football field Even around if do, you. That's it'll be part.
1: fine. She'll just grow up it's to part do of the a growing podcast ex- and and there, there swear you go. It's good seasoning. It is great. Um have you taken Olivia to an Iowa game?
0: Not to an Iowa game. That actually may happen this year. Like we've we've talked about like a family trip to Iowa. Okay. Um, we've done baseball games, which is like a little bit easier. Um, but no. I, and I think the first one would be Iowa because it's, it is like such a cool – the wave, everything about it. Like you can carve out traditions, but like the Iowa traditions, yes. we Those are very meaningful to me. So Iowa game needs to happen. Not And I, also solo for me because I'm going to you know, get drunk at the <laughs> tailgate. A di- right? a, yes, a different kind of tailgate experience.
1: Yeah. I mean some would say – Someone even asked, like, is this heaven?
0: Like, no. That's no, it's great. It's Iowa. I, can't, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> so speaking of, it's Big Ten week. So I am, you are our Pac-12 resident, Pac-12 homer. I am without question the Big Ten homer. Yes. Um, I, I love the Big Ten. I live in the Big Ten. I like Big Ten weather. We will save our alcohol pick to what this conference is for the end general big, Ooh, do
1: we write it down? So we remember,
0: uh, I'm going to wing it. I've got some ideas. I was thinking pre-show.
1: No, I just meant remind ourselves to talk about it. Cause Oh,
0: to talk about it. Um, no, that's the fun. <laughs> I wrote, part. It, I wrote it, it. I wrote it. Cause okay.
1: that's, that's just the staple of our podcast. We forgot.
0: So the big 10 is in a really interesting time of its existence. Yes. New new commissioner, uh, you, UC, USC, UCLA are coming soon. Uh, And also, I think, has a legitimate, at least one legitimate uh, national championship contender, which not all conferences can say. So, where are you on the Big Ten? Like, what are your general Big Ten thoughts?
1: Don't be mad, but...
0: I'm already mad that you said that. Like, you can't say don't (laughs) be mad. Like, that, like, insta-mad.
1: I think last year was a really great year. For the Big Ten, I don't think it's going to be as exciting for multiple teams. I think it's going to be exciting for the the one team. Meaning Ohio okay. State, sorry.
0: Well, let's, let's talk Ohio State. So, simply put, Ohio State has the goods. That yes. was what I wrote down in the doc. I think Stroud – you know, it's interesting with CJ Stroud. Let's start with him, too, because I remember watching that opening game against Minnesota last okay. year. I think it was on a Thursday night. The game was too close. It was closer than it should have been. Stroud did not look great. Remember at halftime, people were saying, like, hey, we should bench this dude? Yeah. Over the course of the season, I thought got a lot more comfortable. And the things I've heard about him are, he's going to be even better. Obviously plays with a good coach that knows knows offense and that offense in general. And then I think the craziest thing about this team, Paige, is they lose two first-round wideouts. And the wideouts that they have are, like, there's no concern about that. Like, they're just like, yep, 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 yep. We watched the Rose Bowl. They put up a zillion points. And so it, onwards they go. And oh, by the way, they had a running back, a true freshman running back that looked incredible. They have an offensive line with one of the best O-linemen uh, prospects in the country. And they went out and hired the best defensive coordinator in football.
1: I'm sorry, the, I, got, I got breaking news while we're sitting here.
0: Really? Like legit breaking news?
1: Yeah, like college football news. The college football playoff is in talks of breaking out of the NCAA. So we were literally just saying that, like. For real? Presidents and chancellors discussed removing college football from NCAA governance.
0: Wow. Holy. Well, that's like, it's not surprising.
1: No, not at all. But it's also like, oh, it says, they briefly discussed the possibility of restructuring how college football is governed with the idea presented of major college football potentially being governed outside of the NCAA. We just talked about this, about how, like, there has to be a governing body that is not the NCAA because football is just completely different now. It's just um, a completely different animal. That's wild. It,
0: it, is, it is a completely different animal, and it doesn't, again, I... like that feels like a very logical conclusion
1: the best part of this is that uh by the way this is pete namel um with this report and it says such early stages that it could be considered the first steps of complicated process that would resemble a marathon okay well no duh we've but we've had so many of these conversations in college football they're like oh it's gonna take forever and all of a sudden it's like happens people are going to make it happen it's I,
0: it, it it's will going happen. To happen it's going to take time i mean we've been talking about like, playoff expansion for 3 years now
1: that's yeah this is essentially you know why I mean? and you know what this is all about money not even money for the, the football players but money for everybody involved in college football but it's sorry ohio state and ohio yes. state fans Speaking
0: i of money.
1: i want to talk about Stroud as well because i that was one thing that like really stood out to me was that he Played really poorly in a lot of situations, but gradually through um, the season, like, learned from those things, didn't get overly rattled, like, wasn't too high or too low in situations. Like, you know the, the like, graphic of Pat Mahomes, his, um, like, whoop that, like, shows his, like, heart rate, like, very even keel and, like, the highest, like, the most stressful points of the games? Like, I feel like CJ Stroud would have, like, similar things because he just... Like, even when things are going horribly wrong, he still manages. And I think that's why Ryan Day has such faith in him to make it work, regardless of the situation. I mean, obviously, Michigan, it could have been better, but...
0: Ohio State is a 15-and-a-half point favorite over Notre Dame at home in week one, which is huge. I mean, however you feel about Notre Dame, um, that's a massive line.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: 15-and-a-half points. That's a lot
1: of points.
0: So, I... um, and that game will be in my week one locks, by the way, one worry, another spoiler alert, but it's, um, there's, again, there's really not a ton to like hate on this team. The schedule looks pretty friendly. You play at Notre Dame out of conference. Thank goodness. You're playing out of the college campus. You play Michigan, but you get them at home this time. Uh, obviously Penn state, you know, you've got, you got teeth there. You play Iowa who kicked the hell out of you. I'm just saying in your building, uh, a little while ago, it's not going to happen this time. It's probably going to be really bad. Um, I have a. I think the biggest, the most interesting part for me is the defense. They have some dudes. That secondary has not been that great. The defensive line has recruited a lot of people. A guy Jack Sawyer who we did a story on. I think is going to go nuts with this coordinator. So you look at Oklahoma State's defense and like what it what it did last year has generated a ton of pressure. Become super disruptive. Ohio State. I, I, uh, well, Oklahoma State under Jim Knowles. Oh, sorry. oh
1: okay. And I was then, like, wait.
0: Yes, no, and then, but you look at that, and yeah, the problem with Ohio State playing defense is the offense plays so fast; you're just on the field a lot. So, yeah. but in any event, like this team's really good. Like it, it is. I think I'm making my emotions on this team felt pretty, yeah, convincingly, right? And and so I I, I just it is hard to find other than injuries and randomness which college football has plenty of. Yeah. Ohio State looks really good.
1: Yeah, and their schedule's not anything to be afraid of cuz like again, I I like I mentioned before like I don't feel like this is like a year where we've got like even Michigan State made it exciting last year, you know. I don't know about Penn State and if they're going to make it exciting like they have in recent years past. But like Obviously, Michigan will be in the conversation, but yep. I just I don't see it being as exciting as it was last year, and it not being so set in stone who was going to come out of the the Big Ten. I think this year it's a little bit more decided.
0: So on that topic, let's talk about Michigan. So you lose Aiden Hutchinson, you lose a couple of really good defensive players. You have two quarterbacks, which is maybe the most interesting part in all of this. You also lose your OC, I mean, which, you know, we, that was well-documented this offseason. So I don't know what, speaking of not tipping your hand on starting QBs, McNamara versus McCarthy, they played both of them last year. It worked. Yeah. McNamara played really well. McCarthy, I think, is the, like the more, you know, five-star interesting prospect. Mm-hmm. I, there's not a lot of intel coming out of Michigan with what they're going to do, which is how Harbaugh wants to keep it. yeah. I am curious what he does here because I think both guys are really, really good.
1: This gives me like Brian Kelly, Notre Dame vibes in the sense that like he is not really committed to one of them and is just going to keep rotating them until in like buy into the moment. So like, okay, well this guy was great in this moment, but this guy was great in that moment and maybe not so good in other games. Like I, I, the one thing Brian Kelly always did was not pick a quarterback even when he did pick a quarterback um, there was always a quick draw to the next. I think Harbaugh is gonna have a difficult year coming off of last year. I don't think it's gonna be a bad year for them, but I think it's going to be more challenging because again, like did he rest on his coordinators and have success because of that? I think this is gonna be a really telling year in terms of Harbaugh and coaching and like we talk about the greats and people who have been good for college football like the the thing that keeps them great is that they they remain great even when they lose a lot of talent and don't have the five star starter starter that like is like set in stone for them. That's shown consistently that they're good. Um, so I think it's going to be an interesting year for him coaching wise.
0: I I, I like a lot of their players though. Like on offense, I'm good with either of those quarterbacks. I thought M- McCarthy is probably the the most intrigued because I mm-hmm. think he can do more. Blake Corum is super awesome at running back. Ronnie Bell, who got hurt last year early on, has been like, you know, injuries have been an issue, but if healthy, I mean, that offense should be better. The defense is going to take a step back. The other thing about them, Paige, that's interesting is the schedule. Your first three games, well, really your first four games, Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, Maryland at home. You play at Iowa then, game I'm probably going to. Um, and then you look at the rest of the schedule. You play Penn State at home. You play Michigan State at home. You play at Rutgers. You play Nebraska at home. You play at Ohio State. Like that schedule is uber favorable, and yet you're right. They lost two goodness. I mean, good, really good defensive linemen for them. Like really talented, but they've also developed that position incredibly well. I'm I'm kind of mixed on them. Yeah, but I'm well, also a, again, kind of a Harbaugh homer.
1: You are. And here's the thing, though, is that. Like, if you look back at years past, it wasn't that Jim Harbaugh didn't have the talent on his team. It wasn't that they had a really hard schedule and were playing hard teams. It was the calls that were made in very delicate situations and in, and coaching that was the, the thing that sort of people were worried about. And playing it safe and not going for it and things like that um, that were cause for concern and maybe not winning big games. And so I'm curious what this year looks like coming off of a year where things looked very different for Michigan in terms of of play calling and and execution that I'd be interested to see if he can continue it moving forward.
0: Um, I still think they're going to win a bunch of games, just saying.
1: Um, Speaking of that, uh, we got a BR betting alert today that said um, on DraftKings that the win total – for um Michigan was the most bet college football bet on DraftKings.
0: Yeah. It was I, the over,
1: what? I think it was how many games?
0: I think it was nine hold on. I'm gonna pull that up just to be just to be Accurate? certain here. I thought it was nine and geez, I searched Michigan. Oh boy, Eastern Michigan. Do you want to know their win total? Michigan State. Uh it was nine and a half over minus one twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it. The schedule's pretty look, look. pretty favorable. I you know. So I I, I kinda I get it. I, I see why.
1: One, two, three, four, five.
0: You give an Iowa a win or a loss? Six, seven,
1: eight, nine, ten. I gave I gave Iowa a win and Ohio State a win.
0: For Michigan or Iowa? For uh, for yeah
1: for Iowa,
0: aren't you proud that I haven't put Iowa, like <laughs> y- we haven't talked about Iowa yet? Yet is the key word. No, let's talk Wisconsin. Let's go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So, I in in writing all preseason content, I forgot what a train wreck Wisconsin was to start <laughs> last year. <laughs> It was really bad. Yeah. It was, it was really bad. Um, and then all of a sudden, I think there's a formula here. Wisconsin figured out a way to be Wisconsin. And I, I'm going to just be flat out. I'll tell you why they figured out a way. They found, found a true freshman running back in Braylon Allen who just started running people over and started winning a bunch of games again. I think that this is a team that we are sleeping on, yep. nationally.
1: Yes. I
0: think this is a team that should win a ton of games stylistically. I, I, I don't Brian Allen is going to be an enormous problem. Like literally, like it, there is not much you can do with that. Like there's not much you can do with that. There's not much of a counter with that. So I think ultimately, they've got to get more uh, out of their quarterback, and the defense has to be as good as some people are saying they think they're going to be.
1: Oh, it sucks for them that they play Ohio State so early. Yes. That's a bummer. September twenty fourth. Cause I feel like later yes. in the season that could not later in the season, but like after the first like four weeks, five weeks, that'd be a lot better.
0: But but even after that, well you play at Iowa, you play at Nebraska, you play at Michigan State. But I
1: mean you play Purdue, Maryland, Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota. Like, that's a lot easier than your Ohio State, I guess, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Jeez, some of the teams in this conference, I cannot believe.
0: Can you not? They Can they, you not?
1: People hate on the Pac-12. This is some...
0: Are you kidding? Shit. Illinois would beat the living shit out, out of, of... I almost said Arizona. I didn't want to be mean. Arizona I, like, State like, is what you Arizona mean. State. There we go. Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> better. better. Uh, no, I think for Wisconsin... It really boils down to Graham Mertz. Who remember when he came onto Rock the scene? His logo? And it was like amazing. He threw for like four touchdowns, and then I think he got COVID, and then like it it just hasn't been the same since. But he came out of the gate, and it was like, oh my god, Wisconsin has a dude. And well, we haven't seen it since then. So where are you? Actually, what is their win total? Let's do a little Wisconsin
1: Ooh, win Winter.
0: A little Wisconsin. Wisconsin's win total is over 8.5 minus 145. So we are heavy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah, I'll go over 8.5. W- I would go over 8.5 there. Like, ain't no thing. That's, that's good. That's free money.
1: They do play a Pac-12 team, by the way. They play Washington State, so we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. At home,
0: though. Um, what about Penn State?
1: The biggest question mark of all time. Like, what?
0: Well, yes. I don't know what to do with them. Uh, another team that last year, I mean, that Iowa game broke them, right? Like, yeah. That Iowa game broke them. I broke both future, those teams, actually. Right.
1: I put a future on them to be conference champions, I think.
0: So the one thing I do what like, idiot. they've recruited pretty well. And I do think that Clifford is interesting at quarterback. If he's healthy, and that's the big thing, I think the offense could be fine. They've had a lot of portal stuff moving in and out. But I agree with you. This is kind of like my greatest unknown. I'm gonna say right now, opening at Purdue page is a is a really brutal place to start. I think yes. that's a Thursday night game, too. That is a that is a fun Thursday nighter.
1: Um, I that'll be a good game. I think Penn State will win it, but I, that'll be a good Purdue game. Purdue plus
0: but, three is already, I'm just, uh, I'm telling okay, you
1: right now. Okay, we're going head to head. It's,
0: lo- it's locked in.
1: I legitimately Googled to make sure that you weren't just like completely off on Sean Clifford because I forgot about how, because he's just been there for so long. I was he's, like. Like 20 years. Wait a minute. I think it's six, right?
0: Uh, I One. think it is six. Six One, going on, on 20. Again.
1: It is six. Wow. I, but he's like I, such a—he's like a gritty guy.
0: He's a gritty guy. That's what uh, I'm no, saying. but he's he—he he actually
1: he's the Detroit. You can play Lions a little of bit. He could,
0: he could play a little bit. I but but Penn State. Let's check the wind tunnel. Let's check this. I state. have I I don't know. Over eight and a half is plus one hundred and five. So you know, under eight and a half minus one twenty-five. I don't know what to do with that. Penn State's a team that i got to see more of, and we'll see what happens. Um, But now, very proudly, we get to talk about the most interesting team in the Big Ten. The team that I've been wanting to talk about here for however long we've been recording.
1: Michigan State? (laughs) No. I'm kidding.
0: God, Michigan State. I don't even know if they're on the dock. We should probably talk about them. They were good last year. Nebraska.
1: Nebraska. That's right.
0: Okay. Throughout this offseason, I have made my Nebraska uh, love known. Mm-hmm. Win total of seven and a half. I know how I feel about Nebraska and their new quarterback and their new offensive coordinator who just, you know, worked with a first-round quarterback last year. I, how do you feel about Nebraska is the more important Remember
1: question. Remember we talked about this already, and I don't want to I, – I feel bad pooping on them. Why? One of my 6 I'm like, I feel bad. I don't know. The, I feel sorry for Nebraska fans. Cause I feel like they've had it. Like, I don't feel bad dumping on Michigan fans. Like you guys beat Ohio state. Finally. Like you get that. Nebraska just like, hasn't had a light in a while.
0: So. I, that roster, they did a really good job of overhauling their roster as quickly as they did. Like, I thought it was pretty impressive. Um,
1: You said that you're going over seven and a half wins?
0: I am going over seven and a half wins. They play Northwestern in Ireland to open the year. I think the spread is 12, which I thought is – that's a big number, but Northwestern was not very good. Actually, Northwestern lost to Nebraska last year by like 1,000 points. North Dakota, Georgia Southern, they play Oklahoma, but they play Oklahoma at home. They were competitive last year with Oklahoma, uh, with Ohio State. They should have beat Michigan. They should have beat Michigan State. My, I think the team is a lot better. My concern is like, do they just find more exciting ways to lose football games? Because that's what Nebraska's problem last year. They were very competitive in the majority of their games. Like and 10
1: yep, single-digit losses.
0: But so, remember
1: what I said? No participation trophies.
0: They're going to win a lot of games.
1: Are they? Or are they going to come close to winning a lot of games?
0: I think they could (laughs) legitimately be 6-0 and going to Purdue.
1: Okay, let me look at this.
0: Okay, I'll tell you. Northwestern, dub. North Dakota, dub.
1: You think that they easily beat Northwestern?
0: Yeah, I think they're going to cover. Spoiler alert, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Oklahoma? At home? I Yeah, this is the year to play Oklahoma. Are you? Dub. Line's only five. Get it while you can. Uh Indiana, dub. Rutgers dub. Purdue. No. Yeah. Illinois at home, dub. Minnesota at home, dub. I at Michigan, No. Nah. Wisconsin at home, meh. I at I at wow. Iowa, I don't know.
1: You I we're gonna I, have to have a separate Nebraska bet.
0: I mean. Because I'm,
1: I mean, you were giving them dubs in, in some circumstances. Dubs all over the place, In yes. some circumstances that I just do not see being it's easy fair. dubs.
0: The, the, yeah, the Oklahoma dubs a little egregious. But there's a lot of dubs. Um, I will transition to my other homer team, which is Iowa. And I don't feel the same way about uh, Nebraska as I do about Iowa. I think this schedule is really tough. They had a really good schedule last year. They have to play both Michigan and Ohio State. They play at Ohio State. They play at Purdue. Purdue beats them every time, so that's an L. They play Wisconsin. They play at Minnesota. They play Nebraska. Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Nebraska. I, this ain't going to be great for Iowa.
1: I'm going to give you a, a take. I think that Iowa beats a team that they're not supposed to be and ruins somebody's season.
0: Yes, they they tend when they're not having a good year, they tend to do that. That's what the I mean. problem, like, and they, also
1: they, hammer the under always. Please,
0: well, so Iowa this is unders the thing. just hammer them. They got I a love lot lovers. of really well, and they got a lot of really good news, like from the draft stuff. Like, they have a great defense, and it turned they like forced like a bazillion interceptions last year. The defense is going to be great. The offense is so bad; it's so it's so hard to watch. <laughs> I, I I hate watching it. Um, And they can't rely on, like, crazy shit happening to win football games again this year. Yeah. Like, against Iowa State, which was an awful football game, I think they had, like, seven turnovers or something crazy. That's not going to be a formula for sustained success. But I hope it is. So I'm not feeling the Iowa thing this year. Uh, Go Hawks.
1: I'm I'm not feeling like they'll have a good season. But like I said, I do feel like they will... Win me a lot of money by betting the under, and they will also they will beat somebody that they're not supposed to to beat, and that's having a good. So season. sad.
0: That is such like a. Sad... Oh my god!
1: They should join the Pac twelve.
0: It it, I <laughs> It's it's not going to be good. But speaking of unders, is there a bet in the Big Ten that you like? We've got conference betting. We've got, I I mean, my bet is, I I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I think Ohio State's minus 220 to win the Big Ten. 215. 215. 220 was the last time I checked, so a little more value there. I'm in. I I think that is, I know it's not great. It's not a fun bet. Most of these, you and I are looking for kind of exotic, like, ooh, this is going to be, don't care. I will, if you can beat me with someone else. Wisconsin or Penn State or somebody great. I have I'm not going to do it. Are you yes. willing
1: to put money on Nebraska plus three sixty to win the West?
0: You know, yes, of course. Uh, okay. I would. I like Nebraska. I even think that if I'm going to go away from Ohio State to win the conference, I'm getting that weird with Nebraska. I mean, how bad is this going to go, Nebraska? to win the Big Ten 22 to 1. I was 20 to 1. Don't do that. No. But no, I'm not going to do that. You see, you're talking me into this dangerous place. that I, you, I am, If You're going to go in, all yes. in on Nebraska. I'm no. going to
1: make you put your money where your I, mouth is. I, I, is. I, I,
0: I'm going like halfway all in. I'm not quite diving into the pool. But I am going to go. Ohio State is like, to me, very not sexy. Minus 215. I feel great about that.
1: I feel great about that, too. I... The West is interesting. It's
0: bad. In, yes.
1: Um, yeah, it's yeah, not. There's only certain conferences you can bet on. The that's
0: why we got to get rid of divisions. Yeah, yeah it's I don't know because that's more
1: the... fun to gamble on because it's not as.
0: Yeah, so so the West you've got Wisconsin plus one hundred and fifty, Nebraska plus three hundred and forty, Iowa plus three hundred, Minnesota plus four hundred and twenty five, Purdue plus five hundred and fifty. I think Purdue's going to be a little. You talk about teams that's going to like. Screw around and like, like they've got a good quarterback. They're gonna do what they always do, which is beat teams that they shouldn't and lose games they shouldn't. All Ohio State, yeah. And um, Rutgers, two hundred to one. <laughs> Indiana, one hundred and twenty-one. What's Rutgers'
1: to win total?
0: You know, Rutgers was better last year. I love how you're convinced. They were. They were. They were, they were like. There was a time, uh, it's four. (laughs) (laughs) Very very awkward transition. It's four. Over four, plus 100. I'll be honest, I have not looked at the Rutgers win total or the schedule. Um, You know, I'm from Jersey originally, so there is some Rutgers love in in the blood. Play at Boston College to start, not great. You play Wagner, you play Temple. A couple of dubs. Iowa, Ohio State, Nebraska, losses. Indiana? No. What do you mean, no? Indiana was terrible. No. Minnesota, no. The end, of their, great se- about their oh. end of
1: their season is horrible.
0: At Minnesota, Can you Michigan, imagine
1: getting that oh. first, like, what did you say? It was four? Yeah. Imagine getting those first three and then just waiting the whole year to try and get that. I,
0: I do need to know, and I'm not sure anyone has ever said this. It, like, this sentence has ever been uttered. I need to know what the Rutgers... Boston College point spread is. <laughs> it is Boston College minus seven and a half.
1: Um, Ugh, that's a gross That's interesting Boston. because I was just thinking two of our NFL people at Bleacher Report, one of them is a big Boston College guy and the other is a Rutgers guy. So, I just Good luck, some, fellas. Good luck yeah, watching that game.
0: Yes. Um, all right. So alcohol. Do you want to start or would you like me to?
1: No, let's actually recap what we've, we've done. So we've got ACC was the White Claw.
0: Yes, both of us.
1: Big Twelve. Yours was. um, What did I say? Did you say tequila, and I said margarita? Yes. And then Pac-12. I said like a late night red wine. You said seven ninety nine two buck Chuck white wine.
0: Yes. So I would you like me to go first, or would you like to take the honors?
1: You can go first.
0: To me, the Big Ten is Fireball. (laughs) I am. I am. A lot of people don't seek out Fireball. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't know. You never start your night. Most people thinking like, you know what? I'm going to have fireball. But then you, you have some drinks, get a little loose and someone hands you a fireball. And then you have it and you're like, you know what? At least me. I want another fireball. I enjoyed this fireball. It's not something you want in your life. It's not something you need in your life. But damn it, the Big Ten delivers.
1: Mm-hmm. It will be
0: there for you. It may ruin your night. It certainly is going to probably ruin your next day. But that is my Big Ten love-hate experience is Fireball to me. I love it. I hate it. It makes me feel bad. Uh, And occasionally it makes me feel good. And it gives me all of those emotions. So Fireball for me is Big Ten alcohol comparison.
1: See, I'm going to go with the classics and I'm going to say it's like it's a beer. It's a natty light.
0: It's so not well, you gotta be on, you gotta be careful now. It's a shitty, and I mean that not in a bad way, right? I'm team, I'll drink whatever, but it's a shitty domestic beer.
1: Yes, because it's great for college football. Like the Big Ten, thank God we have the Big Ten because realistically speaking, if we didn't, it would just be reigning supreme by one super conference. The Big Correct. Ten being the second fiddle. So it's always solid, which is like, okay. Solid tailgate, I would say. A lot of the the tailgating in the Big Ten is just very beer esque. I feel like there's a lot of beer flowing.
0: There is that, I mean, and
1: it, it's it's reliable. It's reliable in the sense of like you're not gonna not drink it if it's there.
0: You know exactly what you're getting with the Natty Light.
1: Yeah, like and you, I mean that your in the expectations best are like not super high, but not super low. They're just like right in the middle.
0: I like that. Thank you. And Natty Light is. Yeah, team Natty Light. Actually, by the way,
1: this is really bad. But like, I I drank Keystone. I think in college was the thing, and I I really like Natty as opposed now, to Keystone.
0: I I would say Bush Light definitely Big Ten. I don't even know that to I to me. Had Bush my Light. Big Ten folks, Bush Light is like the that that's like what we flocked to the big thirty pack okay. with corn designs sometimes on yeah. the box. That was what we did in college. But Natty Light, no, Natalie, Natty Light has a strong, like, you know, presence (laughs) in Big Ten football games. Yeah. Like, you don't see that at a Stanford towel tarot do you? No, no, no. Uh,
1: Yeah, no. Uh, West Coast beer is a little bit snootier, I would say. A little bit more expensive.
0: Um, Do you know what conference, what are we doing next? What is, we're running out of conferences. Are you serious? What?
1: You don't know what conference we're doing next?
0: Uh, is it the SEC? Yes, Adam. <laughs> Are we out of conferences? Yeah. That, that was it? Yeah.
1: We did. Oh, so, did we? I don't want to say. Yeah, ACC, Pac-12, Big 12, wow. Big 10. We've been
0: doing this for a month. Good Lord. Football's almost here. It's so um, close. It is so close. Okay, so we end with random stuff that we want to talk about. That's that our
1: segment. I really want Um, – I'm forgetting what show it was, but there was a show when I was a kid on like Nick or Disney or something – where it was like, random dancing. Oh, wait, it was The Amanda Show. Um, yes.
0: And <laughs> do you know that? Did you know that? Yes, I, I know the sound. I know what you're talking yes. about.
1: and I want producer Matt to find us like something that he can insert in here. It's like, random stuff we
0: want to talk about. Random stuff we want to talk about. Um, I like this segment because you can talk about, like I, my inclusion, well, you'll see at the end, is just pure dad shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you start with what random stuff do you want to talk about?
1: Um, well, I want to talk about the live golf stuff that's happened. Cause we always have to talk about that, man. I just want, I don't want to discuss any of the details of it. You guys can look it up. What's happening with live and, uh, Cam Smith and everything that was happening. Uh, the big thing were the Tiger Woods memes that came out of the like source that he was, he was holding a meeting with like some yes. of the best players in the PGA to discuss like what they were going to do to basically combat a lot of people leaving to go to live and like the memes that came out of him like walking off that plane and stuff were so funny like one of them was the um like the avengers one or the god what why am i blanking thanos one was like fine i'll do it myself and then the other one was like the um it was the is it austin powers with like mini me and dr evil yes and he's like bringing, it's like Tiger Woods' face on like him and then he's like, opens the doors and it's like mini me and it's um, it's Charlie's face on the mini me and it's like, we shall call, I'm bringing in someone to save us. I <laughs> shall call him mini me. I hysterically laughed at those. Like good on golf Twitter. I have to say, that's the one thing that has come from this live slash PGA like battle is the meme and golf Twitter. Golf has, Twitter's great. Uh, it's up to its game. Golf podcasts, like there's so much stuff where people are getting like legitimately mad and then also creating the funniest content that I just absolutely love. Um so if, for that I say thank you Liv and that's about I, it. Also,
0: also the Patrick Reed uh defamation lawsuit, the details. I'm I don't want to go into it. Um but if you haven't read some of the snippets of that, uh it's a treat. It, it is it's a, a treat. real treat. It's and it doesn't sound like that 750 million is going to be coming anytime soon no I'm just saying I'm just saying that and
1: also uh, um shout out to the the girl that tweeted um the Zillow link to Patrick Reed's house because his his address is in that um like the court docs.
0: oh the fireplace in the middle of the room was that that
1: yeah, yeah. and in like the weird bedroom that like is like looks like a medieval
0: bedroom hey you know Patrick Reed $750 million can buy you a lot of, you know, medieval <laughs> bedrooms, I guess. Just uh, weird.
1: But yeah. That he was... has had
0: a wild, like, five to seven years. I Won think... a major, like.
1: Yeah. The, the Ryder Cup, when people forget about. Ryder Cup,
0: his... uh, like, I mean, the full Patrick Reed experience well, is. Well, but
1: I mean, the full Patrick Reed experience starting with college. I mean, people really hated him. Yes. He was stealing well, shit from
0: people. And some of it, I've had sources like Source to people say. that have talked to him are like, "What you read is what you got." Like, they're, they're, it's not different from what people say, which is actually, I don't know if it's refreshing, but rarely is that actually the case. Yes, except for um, the stuff
1: that we write, of course. But um, what do you got for us, Dad?
0: Um, I want to talk about Bluey. Okay. <sighs> Now, you don't have kids, no. but Bluey, do you, you know of Bluey, I know Bluey, of, right? I'm Obviously. very
1: well in tuned with children's shows and Bluey I'm well aware of. It's a staple okay. amongst friends.
0: So Bluey had two seasons. The third season just came out. So I have a seven, five, and three-year-old uh, all starting school this week, which I could rant about too, but seven, five, and three-year-old. So we're like, we're into Bluey. Everybody, it's rare that all my kids like a singular show, but they all like Bluey and I like Bluey. So the thing I'm going to say most of the kids shows are remarkably dumb. I've seen every Paw Patrol episode, whatever, it's fine. Bluey is actually brilliant and I have I have like teared up from a Bluey episode. <laughs> I have I have like th- there's a couple in this new series. There's one called Unicorns. So we've watched it like every day where the dad has like a unicorn on his hands and is basically being a rambunctious like just at bedtime like doing dad stuff the goofy dad thing mm-hmm. it's very much me and it is hysterical like genuinely funny my like rarely can my kids and i laugh at the same <laughs> joke and we are so i want to give a shout out to bluey cuz most most kids shows are so annoying blippy terrible lots of these shows are terrible <laughs> bluey is like it is so it's just a really nice funny show <laughs> And like the new season, right? Like you make a new movie, you make a new season. It's, it's hard to like live up to the expectations of being good at what you do. Uh, this is my official season three Bluey review. Nine and a half stars. Well done, Bluey. Please keep delivering the content uh, to me and my children. We will watch it no matter how old they get or I get. We're in.
1: You're, you're Bluey for life.
0: I'm Bluey for life. Team Bluey.
1: I love that it's called Bluey because like in my family, like we add E to everything. Like when we were little, like yeah. I was always pagey. My brother was Blakey. He had a Blanky. Like we had stroll. Oh, yeah. We had Strolly. Very easy to like do. Like it was like everything yeah. was that. So it's kind of funny to me that it's Bluey. Um, also shout out to my brother. He turns 22 this week.
0: Wow. Which makes
1: me feel old.
0: Don't even get me started. Don't. Oh yeah. Like, Cause your don't. brother's
1: younger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and just
0: I'm old and I got two kids now going to school. Um which is slightly terrifying. Yeah, school is back. You know, we talk about football coming, like school summer flu. Summer is like like it is driving by like also on the way home, passing like high school football practice. Yeah. That's a good vibe. That's a vibe. That's a good vibe. Like that is that is a vibe. I'm gonna try to potentially attend uh high school football game next week that is the goal yes that's awesome to get me, you know i have um, um
1: a cousin who plays uh on fridays and i am off on fridays during college football season so i will be looking to go to some high school football games um another thing that i'm very excited for that i will discuss at length on this podcast when we get to the actual day that it happens but my week one tradition on that first week one saturday is to go to Starbucks and get a pumpkin spice latte and a pumpkin scone. No.
0: Oh my God.
1: First of all, I wait because it comes out like an, in like a week. I literally think it comes out next week. Okay. No. And I'm going to wait for week one. That's my tradition. How dare you. How dare you poop my tradition.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't. Have like, you ever had a pumpkin I don't spice wanna... latte? Yes. Um, it's good. But not. Not now. Yes, no, the not, first week, the
1: week one no. of college football, it's the start of oh, fall. Is no. college it's football? It's like a
0: thousand degrees out. It's the the like they're going to have people cramping up left and right. It's going to be a hundred degrees in the SEC.
1: First of all, like Adam, it's all about mindset. And for me, the pumpkin spice latte on that first Saturday with a pumpkin scone is how I, I like you to do you.
0: things. You do you, but when I start seeing pumpkin beer like this time of year. I am personally offended. Well, I am not
1: okay, but it's not like I do I'm, it every weekend. After that, it's just that one weekend.
0: To be clear, I'm not ripping pumpkin taste. Pumpkin. I'm I'm team pumpkin. Like You're just team I'm team pumpkin. I'm See. team pumpkin during October. Like October tenth is when I will have a pumpkin beer. What? Don't get me wrong. You get those crisp, like, f- like a forty nine degree fifty degree night. Like this is a big TED country. That's not even Chris. The 45 <laughs> yeah. degree night. You have a pumpkin beer outside? Absolutely. I don't get 45 well, degree nights until the don't end want of to them, talk about it. Didn't did, that was not an invitation? Um, <laughs> but I we have to agree to disagree. I you gotta now here's the other thing: traditions are traditions.
1: Exactly. I
0: I actually cook this. Is, this is corny. My tradition week one is I cook eggs. And I will drink a beer with my breakfast. Like <laughs> Cause my, because like I am cake, but I, I have done this like every meat. season. Well, no, that's that's heartwarming. Not a pumpkin <laughs> beer,
1: um, but pumpkin I will spice sit there. Is heartwarming too. I will
0: pour it in my Yeti. I will have scrambled eggs, <laughs> and I will drink a beer. For
1: a second, and that when will be were, my. When you were talking, I thought you because you said I cook for, and I I thought you were gonna say you cook for Caitlin. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's so sweet!" Oh,
0: everybody, everybody's getting in on the eggs. For to be clear, I'm not cooking solo <laughs> eggs and just like, grabbing my beer and like going upstairs. Like going down to your basement. In, no, no it's mine. I mean, you should see the number of eggs with a family of five that we go through in a week. It is appalling. It is a disgusting amount of eggs. Like I'm also
1: still waiting on back to school photos. I told you that we've was got important. we've
0: got some coming today. So okay, we've, thank it, you. school started today. And then um, we got more school tomorrow because school doesn't stop at this house. So it'll be like a week of school. Yes, it's, it's here. So we are done with weeks that don't have football games. Holy smokes. We have actual football games. And then also next week, we have a pretty awesome, probably a series of announcements, I guess. Yeah. But next week we have an announcement. And it's really fun. And it means a lot, and we – I wanted to announce it this week. But next week's going to do, and it involves – I guess it involves the audience too uh, as well. So we've got a lot. There's a lot coming. A series of things that are coming, and we get to break down week zero football football games.
1: Yeah, wow. Holy shit. If there's an episode you don't want to miss, it's next week.
0: I have studied week zero, folks. I – Page all weekend and the to get those SEC. Lo- my locks are in and the SEC yeah yeah. have a week zero uh, I have studied week zero I have opinions on pretty much every single football game in week zero I am not proud of these opinions but I feel like it is my job our jobs as degenerates mm-hmm. to bet these football games as disgusting as they are it is so it is with that problem. degenerates degenerates see you next get week get ready
1: Not football. I just love it.